Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad and we're joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr Pete Donaldson. Pete, how the devil are you doing on this fine day? I'm good. I have finished uh, the only video game I have played this month. <laughs> wow, which one is this? Whoa. Destroy a house challenge or murder it is a Destroy person. the house challenge. I, you know, I said I just spent most of last week playing it. Uh, this week I had a couple of little side missions I had to finish and I've almost sort of 100%ed it. I am really good at it and I think I could probably go into the de- demolitions business. I really do think I'm like structurally, <laughs> I'm just across where to put charges, where to blow stuff up, etc, etc. Bloody hell, that's a, that's a worrying thought. I mean, I, I, I kind of like the sound of this game. Where can I play it? Is it a PC game? Or do I need a it's console a PC game, so you'll have to probably sell your Mac and get a decent... What's it called again? PC with a, uh, Teardown. Uh, I can't Teardown. recommend it enough. Teardown. They just, uh, just before Christmas, they put some new levels in. That's why I just couldn't figure out why the, why the game felt longer this time when I picked it back up. It's because they added new levels. <laughs> um, and it's just great. So what, I did, what I've been doing is, because I've got two screens, I've got my camera screen and, and, and the screen down, down, down there. Um, I played Teardown on the bottom and I put Justin Hawkins from the Darkness' uh, YouTube uh, channel on. Um, oh, are you familiar YouTube with? Channel? Yeah, so he's... Basically, the darkness, he, the darkness, the you know, the band, the darkness yeah, growing yeah, on yeah, me. Yeah. Don't let the bells end. Justin Hawkins in the darkness, you know, and excellent guitarist. You know, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing around a song that they, they just released a new album, uh, actually, which, mm. is, which is pretty good. I wouldn't count myself as being the biggest darkness fan, um, but I've always enjoyed hearing Justin Hawkins speak. And, and I've certainly interviewed him a few times and he's always been blooming lovely. Um, Turns out on this YouTube channel, he spends most of the time saying how much he didn't care for doing radio interviews. So clearly, he's uh, <laughs> great at uh, obfuscating that fact. Um, but he is a lovely watch on YouTube. He's really sort of relaxing to listen to. He basically goes around kind of like albums that he likes, albums that he grew up listening to. Um, he reviews things like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, anything a bit musical. He basically uh, imagined dragons. Like, you know, anything that's a bit of a sensation, mm. he'll watch and he'll sort of, he'll look at it musically. He'll give uh, uh, his own opinion about it. And for a man of advancing years, you know, he's in mid-40s or whatever, late 40s, 
He's um he's not as crotchety as you would imagine. He's pretty positive about everything. He's a fan of Adele. He likes stuff that you wouldn't imagine that he would like. Being a guy who likes a, likes a guitar, mm. um, so it it very much is um, a very relaxing listen for me. And I think he's my new second favorite YouTuber. But who's the first favorite YouTuber? C. Dog V. Obviously, C. Dog V. Oh, That's the joke, Chris. Obviously. Oh no. I. <laughs> Why you've been watching the Why you've been watching the darkness on YouTube? I uh, had a Valentine's Day date oh, with Connor, filming lovely. a another wacky weekend somewhere in Fukushima. <laughs> I posted a photo on Twitter. Have you seen it? It's the most atrocious photo. Well, he it's... was complaining that you never take a nice picture of him. But that's then, right. Uh, yeah, you really don't. It's like um, that's not it's fair. Like I took I took the greatest photo anyone's ever taken of Connor at the Fushimi yeah. Inari shrines in Kyoto. I got a really good photo actually, but it's not my fault. He looks like a murder murderer in this, uh, murder. in this photo. <laughs> right, he looks like, like a, like a murder. murder. That's he even does. worse than looking like a murderer. I think you look like a he's murder. Got, he's got a fucking plastic glove on because we went to we went this <laughs> during the shoot. We had breakfast right, and in the morning, Japanese hotels when you're having a buffet. Uh, you have to wear like plastic gloves oh, so and look decimate. like an assassin to touch the food. That's so clever. <gasps> what clever? Because over degrading. here, well, for over here, the, for for the longest time under COVID rules, they just got rid of like buffets. They just so you just have to order your food. <laughs> no now, the only reason why I go on holiday or go to a hotel is to experience a buffet. So that's why didn't they Naturally. think of that? See, simple solutions. This is like the the old saw, the old story about the um the the, the Americans. Um, the Americans inventing a space pen, and the Russians just taking a pencil, uh, <laughs> which which was which was actually a, a misnomer because they be, well they did they didn't want anything flammable on the space station, so that's why they they brought so so the story's not just as cut as dry. The Americans being silly, the Russians being you've ingenious. been spinning that story for years, and only now have you added in a, a, another aspect of the story that completely flips <laughs> it on its head. You've <laughs> always I'm cited that story. Ah, oh, Russians I? and pencils are so clever. I didn't, I didn't think. I, I don't think that I'm that big a fan of that story. Turns out I am. Love that story. And now that uh, now you're telling me the the pencils are flammable, and that's the, the real reason the Americans oh, invented yeah. the biro. The and then, this, and then the Russians adopted it later on. Anyway, the Russians used the space invented their own space pen and used it anyway. So there you go, space pen. <laughs> space well, pen. plastic gloves. I. It's really unpleasant putting on a plastic glove and then fishing out your buffet. But then I guess that is still better. The yeah. getting rid of the buffet, the concept of a buffet yeah. altogether. That would like be pretty bleak. A, I'd use a dog poo bag. <laughs> that's I bet you would, I spend, Pete. I spend and most that's of my why time. Pete doesn't have a restaurant. <laughs> it's <laughs> dodgy <laughs> restaurant. Bloody brown hell. food. Well, I find myself, my, my, one of the, the, the younger dog, the eight-year-old uh, Lola, she has a penchant, Chris, and, you know, if anyone's eating their breakfast, don't eat your breakfast, um, for <laughs> pooping next to other dogs' poops. Like, that's what she's into. That's her... Bi- if I, uh, I'm really into the video game Teardown uh, and Justin Hawkins from the Darkness's uh, YouTube channel, she's very much into pooping next to other dogs' poop. Now... When I go to pick up the poop, I don't know which one's her poop or which one's the other dog's poop. So I find myself just picking up both. So I'm picking up other people's poop. Cold poop, warm poop. It's both (laughs) going in the bag and then going in the bin. I'm the poop man. (laughs) Poop Pete. Welcome to being 40. (laughs) (laughs) Life doesn't quite work out the way you you think it will. It's pretty bleak. Oh, God, I've spent (laughs) my entire week trying to... Get my week's been just shit, really. I mean, the the Valentine's Day date with Connor that was that was the low point, but it started off bad. Trying to get permission. <laughs> I, I mentioned the Ken Watanabe documentary's finished, yeah. right? And Hallelujah, party yeah. poppers, get the fucking cake out. Not quite though, because it's Japan and they have like 
ridiculous copyright laws, which we discussed last week, I have to get permission to use like a photo of yeah. Kilmart and Abir doing something. And it's one of those things where if you don't ask, you can use it and it's fine, right? But if you ask for permission <laughs> and they say they no, which has happened with Warner Brothers, yeah. who won't yeah. let me use like a photo from The Last Samurai, I can't now use any images from, from a lot of his movies. And I'm, I'm yeah. kind of fucked. We found a way around it. We got permission to use some photos from his theatre performance. And right. NHK, the sort of BBC equivalent uh, that Japan has, NHK, mm. you can buy photos and license photos from yes. Ken's TV appearances. So we've had to like find a TV show where he dressed up like a samurai and I'm going to use that and be like, look, it's, it's the last samurai, isn't it? It's, it's, it's just samurai. a nightmare. Nightmare. Ah. Oh, mate, just send the picture to me that you want reproducing and I'll draw it. Um, with oh, crayons, I... like an artist impression, sort of like a court photographer, like a court uh, 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 chalk drawing man. <laughs> I don't want the man that picks up other dogs' waste to be drawing hand-drawn illustrations of Ken Martin the, On the pavement, I'll do a little picture of Ken Pupanabe on the pavement. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a bit shit, so that's that's not yeah, good. The whole copyright thing's got me a bit bomb. down and, uh, yeah. you know, and, and also just it's just like difficult to do videos in Japan at the moment because you can't really travel that much because of all the COVID restrictions and mm. I read a st- I, I think they're gonna we, we said that they're opening up for students and that might happen soon but mm. you know most people here still want the country to be closed for like forever I was a mm. study the other day and it was like over 50% of people just want to keep it all closed and whatnot, um, which is annoying it's it's very, yeah. but it's like when a friend's going to be able to come here. When are people going to be able to ever come here? You know. But as 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 I, I, as I may have said before, like your stock in trade is weird. Japan, Japan being weird, they're only going to get more weird if they close up. You know what I mean? Just just hold your horses, keep your power well, dry. Of, um, Galapagos syndrome. Remember Galapagos syndrome? How in Japan? Because yeah. Japan was isolated for a long time with like electronics, and they had like a very domestic, inward-facing market. It led to lots of weird electronic devices. And also, like, you know, smartphones were invented here in, like, the 90s, way before we had them back in the West. Yeah. So, you know, it could, it could be a whole new era of Galapagos syndrome. But instead, it won't be. It'll just be economic stagnation and despair. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> my and racial upbeat appraisal. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, mm. but amidst all this shit, I'm... Uh, Having trouble finding the motivation to uh, to be happy, which is something I, of course, my brand is all built around happiness. So it's, it's oh, been a, yeah. a tough time yeah. indeed. Tough time. I know. Look, what I like about this is that you are in <laughs> in dire straits <laughs> simply because of the project you've been wanting to do for absolutely ages. Since this podcast started, you wanted to meet Ken Watanabe. You met Ken Watanabe and it's Did killed it, you. Yeah. It's killed me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. Be careful what what you wish for. It's that annoying phrase you hear in every fucking trailer for every Marvel film. Be careful what you wish for, Parker. It's like that, isn't it? (laughs) Be careful what you wish for, because it'll just be... Like Journey Across Japan destroyed me. This has destroyed me as well. But hopefully, (laughs) like Journey Across Japan, the stress and turmoil and crap will be worth it when it comes out. And of course, it's no fault of of Ken, who's... It's nothing to do with him. It's just the way... Yes, it's all down to copyright laws that should have not ever really been as stringent or as ridiculous as they are. Let's dive into the story of the week, though. We've got one here from Lisa. 
This is Hi Chris and Pete, hope you're both doing well. My name is Lisa and I'm writing to you from San Francisco. I want to share a story with you about a bizarre encounter with a hotel staff member during my stay at the KO Plaza Hotel in Tokyo in 2019. The KO Plaza Hotel is like one of these very big famous four-star hotels in Shinjuku. It's actually the first place I stayed when I came to Japan. All the jet recruits, they get stuffed in there uh, for the training program, for the first week of the jet program. It's an all right hotel. It's all right. Um, I was staying there... It's all right. It's all right. It's, 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 it's well. It's well located. It's it's kind of like got a sense of faded glory. It's it's got faded glory. Um, <laughs> I was staying there towards the end of my trip, and I decided to splurge a little bit and upgrade it to one of their luxury rooms with access Ooh. to the lounge. Oh, the lounge! During a visit to the lounge, I chose an Evian bottle of water from the fridge and help myself to some snacks that they were serving. After finishing the snacks, I picked up the water bottle, from which I'd already had a few sips, and walked out of the lounge. The hotel staff, a Japanese person, followed me to the elevator and mentioned that I should not take the Evian water bottle outside the lounge. It's meant for customers relaxing in the lounge. It's very expensive. Looking confused, I told her that I'd already opened the bottle and asked her if she wanted it back. She said yes, and I gave her the bottle back. She bowed while I got into the elevator and the doors closed. I was quite surprised and, quite frankly, shocked by this encounter. The rest of the trip was awesome, and I got to drink all the water that I wanted. Um, (laughs) Cheers, Lisa. (laughs) Look at that. I got to drink all the water I wanted. That is a bit weird. I feel like there must be something missing there. Don't you think? That seems a bit odd. I think uh, that woman has gone into business for herself, really, because I think that's such a bizarre situation to be in. You're like, I'm already 70% water. I don't even need this. But she's really upset about it. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think she's got her own little fiefdom, and that's the lounge. But taking it out of the lounge is just beyond the pale. Yeah, very strange. Little little beyond kind of little jobs worth. Jobsworth. I love that expression. That's a that's yeah. a good British expression. I don't know what it, where, where did it come from? Jobsworth. Jobs somewhere in Yorkshire, like probably. A, do you reckon it's it sounds, a, it sounds like English. a kind of a waiter who's like just who's called Jobsworth? Come over here. Oh, you little Jobsworth. Jobsworth. I, I love it. I it's some, for those of you who don't know what Jobsworth is, it's someone who. What? How do you describe it? Someone's over officious. Someone's over um, does their job a little a little bit too well to the nth degree. Yeah, usually someone yeah. who. Uh, Probably shouldn't be doing that job. But uh, (laughs) that's odd. I've I've stayed at the Keo Plaza Hotel quite a few times and um, it's been nothing but pleasant. I uh, Mm. have to to make some inquiries. I have to go to the lounge and uh, test this theory out. (laughs) Going to steal some Evian bottles, take three bottles and make my way to the elevator. And then when they ask what you're doing, I'll be like, do you know who I am? I've got a YouTube channel. Brought in Japan. But uh, yeah, that's that's that, that's that's something very odd. Maybe they thought like Lisa was a guest. Uh, sorry, maybe they thought Lisa was just like not actually staying at the hotel or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Today, no explanations. <laughs> no explanations. What have we got though? Story of the week this week, Pete. Oh, Cheer me up. you would not believe this. Some old guy's been out and about. <laughs> Kiyahara Okanishi's oh, no. been out and about. Seventy-four years old in Takuaka City. Um, he's only gone round and uh, this old bloke has uh, gone round and stole a load of weird statues for some what? bloody reason. Um, apparently uh, in Japan, I- I've not come into contact with these guys, but they, they-, they kind of look like um, 70s anime characters. These peculiar statues of like animals. Um, and they look a little bit like raccoons or something, like raccoon dogs, tanuki. Mm. Um, yeah, the... 
the like it, it i think it's based on like character animals that are kind of supernatural they sort of have supernatural no they're real they're real. they real what the what the japanese raccoon dog tanuki it's kind of like a fox meets a raccoon meets a fox what? it's it's a, it's a very cute little animal but these statues oh, they have them everywhere Oh, rac- oh, so it's basically a raccoon, isn't it? It's like a little, yeah, little cute yeah. raccoon, but a fat guy. But they around Japan, they have these little kind of uh, statues of these mm. uh, these little chaps with hats on. And, um, yeah, this 74-year-old man, Kiyohara Okanishi, he was caught red-handed stealing uh, a tanuki figure by Takawaka uh, police. And, he, uh, and they suspected that he'd stolen a couple uh, of these um, statues, these little figurines. They went round his house. They found 50 raccoon dog statues <laughs> in there. This man is a prolific tanuki, ceramic tanuki th- thiever. Uh, and it's just wh- why he wanted to steal these. Um, y- you don't really make a lot of money out of it. I mean, they're $10 a piece. Uh, there's no reason why you would go around stealing them, but he wanted them in his house. <laughs> what the fuck? Why was he stealing them? What? The, Why did he do it's it? not clear. He says I've stolen. Oh, he said I've stolen tanuki figures, uh, but I don't know if they're the ones I'm being arrested for. <laughs> so he what? basically he's trying to find a loophole to keep the tanuki figures because he's sort of going, well, I've, the, you're arresting me for, for stealing one tanuki figure, but do you know which one it is? If you can't figure out who stole the property, oh it God. is you can't get me copper. You'll never get me. <laughs> it, it seems like he just was addicted to the thrill of stealing, yeah. or maybe he wanted to end up in prison. Remember the. Uh, the story a few years ago where like loads of elderly people in Japan were stealing because they wanted to go to prison because it would give That's them right. something to do. And loads yeah. of the global media jumped on this story because it was so ridiculous. Um, but I think this guy just generally just likes to steal tanuki raccoon statues <laughs> for no reason other than he's meant. What a ridiculous story. Yeah. Clearly a slow week. Clearly a slow week for, for news in Japan this week. <laughs> well, I d- no, I think that's good. I think, look... It- if you Google the word um, tanuki uh, figurines, I think it's a charming look. They've got little hats on, uh, little boggly eyes and big ears. And <laughs> I just like the idea of a man walking into his house and just seeing a hundred of these fuckers in the front room. <laughs> <laughs> they are everywhere. Like, if you just walk down the street, they're just sort of in front of like yeah. little traditional sort of independently owned coffee shops and things. They're sort of mm. positioned around. And uh, often they're like, they're, they're a very weird little creature. It looks yeah. like it's got the body of a, a fat guy with yeah. the shocked expression of like a bear and their <laughs> dick is often also visible on the, yeah. on the statue. Which it's, yeah, sometimes, sometimes interesting they've got big old balls level. as well for no bloody reason. I don't, yeah, I don't know what it's, it's all about, whether, whether it's the, the, it gives you good luck or some kind of, I don't know, testicular uh, propensity for something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I think I've only seen them like two or three times. They they sort of um, the actual like real tanuki, the Japanese mm-hmm. raccoon dog. They they're kind of rare, but if you like drive through the countryside at night, you'll see them scurry across the road. So yeah. it's a little I bit of fun. Uh, Kiyoharu should go out. Kiyoharu should go out and uh, try and steal a steal a raccoon dog. The real thing. IRL personally. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> go and get the real thing. Go and get the real thing. Yeah. Exactly. Don't thieve. Don't steal statues. We're back with your comments and questions in the fax machine in just a moment. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. 
they supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Join Luke Moore and me, Pete Donaldson, for an unplanned half hour where we discuss life's great mysteries like Can a man survive by eating roadkill? As well as the week's most bizarre new stories and your ridiculous adventures like this one about an almost catastrophic shortcut. We eventually came to a large railed fence which I decided we should climb. I scaled the 15-foot-ish fence and as I was sat atop ready to jump down, three or four police came running from a little building we hadn't noticed before shouting at me and grabbing my mate Sam. I was faced with the choice of legging it onto the other side of the fence or gallantly going back to help my friend. I returned to Sam and the quite pissed off police and my gallantry was rewarded as they advised me that I had been climbing into the zoo and would have landed in an animal enclosure. Listen to the Look at Pete show wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. The Luke and Pete show is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners? Mr. Donaldson. Oh, baby. Hey, Chris and Pete. Hope you had a great weekend. I did. Chris didn't. I'm here with a question. <laughs> How come Valentine's Day in Japan became what it is? I mean, why do girls give the chocolates to guys and then wait for the white day? Also, can you tell us some of your experience with the holiday? Uh, Anine, I think, is the name of the person who sent that email. Uh, the Israeli English student from Norway. Wow. Wow. I mean... Wow. We, oh, I forget this story every year, so I've had to look it up again. Because mm. obviously, Valentine's Day in February is uh, when girls give guys things, and then White Day in March on uh, is it the fifteenth? Yeah, sorry, March fourteenth, Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, March fourteenth. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was a teacher, a lot of the um, the the girls, female students, and even teachers as well, would give me presents. I remember the first year I was kind of. Well, I was very excited by this. Maybe I came back from teaching a class and my uh, my desk was covered in cards and chocolates. Oh. And I thought, wow, this is great. And then a month later, you've got White Day, 
where guys reciprocate and they give chocolates and things to uh, the uh, the girls in question. Payback day. Luckily, I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't, I, I didn't do that effort. Right. Although famously <laughs> last year, I did a Tokyo Creative did a challenge where like I think it was it Emma, Charlotte, and Aki had to make me some chocolates. Oh, and yes. yeah, they're pretty good actually. Did they? It was a solid yeah. effort. And then I reciprocated uh, a month <laughs> a month later on White Day by cooking them chocolate, and uh, it was an absolute disaster. That's a good did video. You actually. Half ass it deliberately. For no, I put no, I put my effort. I put effort into that. Yeah? Um, okay. They some of them. I think Emma had a dairy allergy, and I gave her the most oh, dairy based. No. <laughs> chocolate and she ate it credit where it's due she ate it credit well done it's Emma she credit where it's due she, she poisoned herself <laughs> you didn't die. Oh, yeah, yeah. but there you well, go um, well you got white day you got white day on, on you got Valentine's Day you got white day and then you've got hmm. uh, in Korea the month after that April 14th you've got um, black day which is where singletons go to noodle shops and eat squid ink noodles which I think should be adopted here, personally. I think you should do it on oh. Valentine's Day. People who haven't got anybody, um, apart from themselves, uh, should be able to go to noodles and just absolutely noodle themselves. <laughs> Silly. Squidding's kind of flavourless, isn't it? I don't. I've, I've always kind of. I've think about it like once. I always think it's got a little bit of a metallic uh, kind of licorice kind of flavour. Moassi. Yeah, of flavor, that sounds maybe, about right. Possibly. Yeah. I remember that they had a McDonald's. No, it was a Burger King burger here. Burger yes. King's really rare in Japan. I'm, I'm, I, the only one I've ever seen has been Osaka. But they had like yeah. a, a burger where the, the bun was squid ink and it looked just bizarre. I had it. It just like some moldy roll. It was a Spider-Man tie-in. I seem to recall yes, that. Yes, that was it. Spider-Man because yeah. he had a little web, web slinging fry. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. But mm. uh, yeah, White Day. Apparently it was first celebrated in 1978. And... Uh, but it's also quite unpopular here. I think people don't like. I think uh, in work in the workplace, women are expected on Valentine's Day to just give chocolates to a lot of their male colleagues. Right. Um, okay. And I remember reading a study where they were not happy about a lot of women weren't actually happy about doing that anymore. I felt it was quite yeah, an outdated right. thing. Fuck them. I think we should <laughs> keep Valentine's Day, but uh, but scrap White Day. That, that's that's yeah. what I think. Okay. And that, then I don't have to get anyone anyone chocolate. Worry about it. Uh, worry exactly. About them, yeah. <laughs> Hello, fried. Actually, speaking of food, I, uh, I uh, the other day after I got back from my Valentine's Day nightmare with Sea Dog VA, mm. I was a bit hungry, uh, yes. like you are, and I yep. ordered a McDonald's delivery. Mm. I ordered a double cheeseburger, two patties, cheeky burger, job done. It arrived and had a little sticker on it, and it said Yorumak, which means night mac. And it said uh, volume up, literally volume up. And I was like, what the hell's this? And I opened it and they'd stuffed in two more patties. So it was was like a quadruple cheeseburger. What? And I was like, oh, for God's sake. Like I wanted like a a small (laughs) late night snack, right? I felt guilty as it was getting a double cheeseburger. And all of a sudden there I was stuffing my mouth with a quadruple cheeseburger. (laughs) I felt like, Uh... I don't know why they did it either. I think it might be because... uh, McDonald's feels guilty about the whole French fry fiasco that uh, we've endured <laughs> over the last few months. Maybe it's sort of good PR to get around that. We've got one here from Fitz and Amy. It says, hello, fried chicken, Chris, and pile, pile driver Pete. Pile I hope driver Pete, Pete well. I'll take that. Lovely. Pete. I'm Fitz, <laughs> and in October, I married my lovely wife, Amy. We're from Maidstone, Kent, in the UK. I've been there because I was born there and I live there. 
for 20 years. <laughs> the honeymoon planning is in full swing and it'll take us across Japan from Tokyo and Kyoto to Osaka and Hiroshima. Uh, my question is, if you were to take Pete on a honeymoon, or what would you visit across those places and why? Thanks, Fitz and Amy. Yeah. If I was to well, take Pete Donaldson on a honeymoon, Jesus well, Christ. Well, what am I into, Chris? Do you even know me? What am I into, uh, <laughs> Why would I take you? Mario yeah. Land in Universal Studios. You like oh, Mario, of course, don't you? yes. Do you like roller coasters? Give me the yeah, pipe, really? so to speak. <laughs> do you like? Do you like going I do on like roller coasters? coasters. Oh, I do like roller coasters. I like. Uh, I like things that spin me around. I like things that throw me up in the air. Um, I like. Uh, to, I like to be at like a, somewhere like Universal Studios. I like. I like like a proper organised fair. Uh, those ones that right. arrive and then disappear um, on some recreational ground in the in the northeast in the eighties. Like a circus. I, I, I don't care. I don't care quite so much for those rides because. Um, they don't Maybe. look safe. <laughs> no. I would also take Pete to uh, see Tama, the cat, who's the station master in Wakayama, not too That's far from right, USJ. Yes. The cat that wears a hat. I'm sure Pete would appreciate that. And you the train, to be fair, the train's kind of cool. They, they've decorated the train to look like a cat. So, sure, you'd, yeah. <laughs> would you appreciate that? Have a good time. I think I would. Your street. I don't know. And then I would take Pete to see the, uh, the $200,000 squid in... Uh, Kanazawa, what yes. the hell it is? The big squid. Pop a bit, pop it in a yeah. sandwich. Fantastic. And that's that'll be, and also the world's longest bench. I'll take you to see that, which is also in Kanazawa. <laughs> so there you go. You got a cat bench. train, longest bench, uh, massive waste of money statue, and yeah. USJ Mario Land, and, and that is the Pete Donaldson honeymoon right there. Yeah, and I'd push <laughs> him in the river. honeymoon. we got a message from mike from canada hello podcast pete and youtube mogul chris my question today is for chris i was wondering do you ever encourage and then teach or train or help your friends to create uh, content on youtube um i ask because i've been watching raisuke's uh champs japanese kitchen and very very recently nicholas's junk food japan both channels are fantastic and the production quality is incredible for the new youtube channels i've seen quite a lot of buzz it may well be you uh, mm. chris tweeting about uh, junk food japan considering i associate abroad japan with great production and that both uh, ryan suke and nicholas are your friends <clears throat> i thought you might have had a hand in starting the channel on the right foot cheers for reading my question cheers from canada cheers from mike yeah so there's two youtube channels that have emerged uh, we just launched Junk Food Japan. My, yeah, I've got a good... Both of them are like professional fighters. They're basically friends of Ryotaro, and I met them sort of a few years right. ago. And uh, they expressed interest in starting a YouTube channel. And I sort of gave them pointers on what to do and whatnot. And my, a friend of mine's filming their channels. But they're, they're both good friends, and I... You know, Champs Japanese Kitchen, Yosuke was like a boxing champion in Japan, like one of the best fighters, one of the best boxing champions. Uh, but he's also a very good cook. He's a sushi chef by training and he makes very good food. Uh, so he sort of said, oh, I want to set up a food channel. So I sort of gave him some tips. I don't, I can't remember who came up with the name. I think it was our mutual friend did that. But I haven't filmed it or edited it. I just sort of stand on the sidelines when they start, when they originally started, I sort of gave them pointers and whatnot. And then we'd, Nick, more recently, he's a, like a, what's it called? Uh, it's like MMA style fighting. But he's also like a karate champion. Like He learned under one of the greatest karate masters of all time. Uh, and he's had one hell of a career. He's actually really famous in Japan. He's on NHK quite a lot. And he sort of said, you know, I, I like eating <laughs> terrible, unhealthy food. And I said, well, well, yeah. There's, and there's not that many, like, 
good channels certainly that i've seen or that i get excited mm. about when it comes to food in japan recently um there's a few but uh yeah so again i gave him some pointers i'm not filming or editing it i've i've, I've just sort of turned up and say yeah do that i think i helped him with the name i think i helped him with the name but uh yeah it's kind of cool like helping friends who want to start a channel it's kind of a lot of fun really and um i think it's it's going to be exciting hopefully i can join at some point junk food japan any excuse to sit there and eat some food. The first two videos that came out, I think Nick had a video. He ate, uh, what did he eat? I think he ate, oh, burgers. He ate a uh, Wagyu mm. burger. And then the second one was about Narmen. So good how, for him. How do you, you know, like, um, the, the word Wagyu gets um, kicked around quite a lot. I think you Wagyu. buy, like, uh, Wagyu burgers in bloody Iceland these days. Yeah. Um, oh, and, um, I mean, they're never, you know, your ear fives. <laughs> Is it no. even possible to make a burger out of such fatty, fatty meat. Because as soon as you start to cook it, it's just going to... Mm. Because you've broken up the meat, the, the, the fat a little bit, it's just going to sort of melt, isn't it? Because you can bring oil over your hands. I think not it can work. It. I, I'm not... I don't know if the burger he ate was A5. I don't know if I've... Mm. I don't know if you can get a full A5 Wagyu mm. burger. Obviously, you get like A3, which is less fatty, and that probably works yeah, better. That probably works, yeah. Because um, like with A5 beef, if you cook it, it just melts. It just sort of just yeah, turns into like butter. Yeah, so it wouldn't really work in a burger. Yeah. But uh, I, I, you I, I, work I was as a watching. <laughs> I was watching Junk Food Japan though, and I thought, "Fuck, why don't I, why don't I do more food videos? Why don't I get to eat burgers more often? Chris, doing wank saber all the time. Enough goddamn bloody... food videos. Most of your videos has a section where you talk about the bloody food for crying out loud. Too much yeah, food for, for people like me who just see food as sustenance. <laughs> I take no joy in the food. I just want it in my mouth. Done. Well, <laughs> I mean that could be a good channel name. I just want it in yeah. my mouth. I just want it in com. my mouth. Different vibe. Dot. Different vibe. <laughs> Don't type that into your uh, into your search box <laughs> in your browser. Keep your stories, questions, comments coming in to Braun Japan Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week to do it all over again, guys. But for now, do check out those channels. Champs Japanese Kitchen, yeah. Yosuke and uh, Junk Food Japan. Both great channels, both very exciting. Keep your stories, questions, comments coming in and uh, we'll see you later in the week to do it all over again right back here on the Abroad Japan Podcast. And hopefully, I'll be in a happier mood then because we've got permission <laughs> from all the See you then. Cheer up, Chris. Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.